Today, we take a look at a monster that caused a stir in a small town and even made it onto the big screen and in video games. On today's episode of What's Your Theory? Vigi games. I like the Vigi game. I play a few. I've played a few in my time. I hope that I am about to learn that like my favorite childhood game starred whatever monster we're about to talk about. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Unless it was a uh, played a lot of Battle for Bikini Bottom. So I that, that game's awesome. Yeah, I've I bought the remastered version. I, I, play, it, I play it regularly. Yeah, it's very fun. But I don't I don't think there was a lot of monsters in that. No, I played a lot of uh, SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom, and um, pretty much played it until uh, the disc wore out of um, Tony Hawk's Underground. Nice. I played the Battle for Bikini Bottom, and this may be a hot take, but I think the SpongeBob movie game. Yes. Yes. Very good. The um, there's a lot of like uh, not races, but there's a lot of like vehicle sequences in that game. Right? Yeah, I love that one. There's there's the levels where you're like in a bathtub, but you're going down like the mountain and everything. Yeah, I I almost like that more than Battle for Bikini Bottom. I definitely like. I played Battle for Bikini Bottom first, and I think that kind of led me down the rabbit hole of because at one point i had like tons of spongebob tie-in games for the ps2 i definitely had the movie one i Mm -hmm. think i maybe had like one or two not so good ones but i can't remember the movie one and battle for bikini bottom were like the first video game i ever played um was on a ps2 it was a scooby-doo game i can't remember which one i remember it had a purple case that's cool yeah, I don't remember. I, I I remember seeing like the the typical like black cases and then uh, maybe some red ones. I don't know if I ever saw a purple one. Well, I mean, like the art was purple, not necessarily. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. I do think but I, still, I remember seeing a purple case. Thing. I can't remember. I could see Scooby Doo doing something like that. Yeah. Um. Do you want me to tell you what game it is, or want to wait until the end? Well, well yeah, we'll wait until. Okay. I I, I want to see throughout the story in the episode if i can maybe piece together some ideas of not, might be what it's from it's west virginia so i i kind of have a, a vague idea okay uh do you want me to tell yeah, you now? Go it's probably one of the fallout games yes actually you know the, the only reason i know is because i know uh some when when the dlc dropped for fallout 76 there was like a mothman yep dlc pack and I was like, that's kind of cool, which I I played New Vegas, but never really got into Fallout super, super hardcore. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm not into RPGs that have guns. Don't know why, I just can't get into them. That's kind of fair, though, because I, I, I remember like, because I was kind of young when I played them, well, when I first started to play them, too, and I'm like, I don't have any ammo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? I have to actually go out and find this or like buy it? It's annoying. It is kind of annoying, but I... uh I like New Vegas the best, probably. The other ones, Fallout Three was okay. Never, I never played Fallout Four, but I heard that one was kind of meh. I'm kind of mad on all of them. Yeah, I feel like they all kind of feel the same after a while. Yeah, they all. I I don't know. Maybe it was the fact that I played Skyrim so much before I ever even played the others that I was like, oh, this is just the same game. I've tried to, because I know for a fact my buddy John would just fall in love with Skyrim, uh, but he. He likes that competitive edge in a game. He, he okay, likes to yeah, yeah. he likes to shit on some kids. Yeah, <laughs> in like in, in all those types of games. But I, I think if if he could get past that aspect, yeah, he, I think he would just fall in love with Skyrim. I I love that game. So do I. It's so good. Maybe we'll get uh, a new one instead of the same one released for the six. It was seven, eight, nine, what like ten. three years ago when we got our first teaser for the new elder scrolls or <laughs> however it was five years ago. five years i was gonna say five but i'm like there's no way because it was at this point it, it probably was, was seven it was before i went to college so it was at least before 2019 that's just ridiculous 
Because I remember being in high school, and then I talked to Zach the next day, and he was like, yeah, five years. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Um, but yeah, either way, welcome to What's Your Theory? Welcome. I'm Will. That's Jared. Hello. Uh, we, are, we tackle all of Appalachia's folklore and conspiracy theories, uh, legends, cryptids, aliens, all that stuff. And we give our theory, and you can give us your theory it's fun yes especially these these appalachian monsters yeah today we're going to be talking about the grafton monster the grafton monster of west virginia yes grafton west virginia i mean you said it at the top of the show in the intro like what what do they have in the water in west virginia yeah i don't know it's uh i I do some theorizing myself in okay my my story but um for the most part, I'm just like I don't know. It's a lot of a, a lot of a lot of cryptids, a lot of weird things coming out of West Virginia. It, it appears so. But, um, I'm excited for it. Yeah. Though. Do you want to get into the story? Let's get into it. Okay. So Grafton, West Virginia, is like a lot of Appalachian towns. Uh, the classic story of a town nestled in Appalachia that started out super small, but as the need for coal and the need for industry, uh, the connection of the railroad. Sorry, I I can't read let's just look it up it's oh, about yeah. five hours away cool grafton west virginia they got a mcdonald's <laughs> nice at least they got a mcdonald's but um sorry let me let me just restart on that a little bit there um as a need for coal and the connection that the railroad brought the town boomed it was filled with hard workers be that coal miners or railroad workers and for the time sorry wow i'm i'm dying here it's too close to monday it's starting to like yeah. blend in yeah uh anyways uh, as for most industries uh world war ii was in a way a blessing for the town uh, it reached its peak uh just after the war and the shifting desire of lifestyles and living conditions the town slowly went back to the small town that it originally was so there was so much smoke from the coal mines and the factories that living anywhere near them was just kind of unbearable so people eventually just pretty much moved away there were no shops wow. or anything because it was just, it just sucked to be there um much like the town of uh, point pleasant with all the military manufacturing do we really know what was stored or flowing through this town could the government have possibly been stored chemicals that could create monsters or even storing the monsters themselves or did something that the government do draw the attention of a civilization that was not of this earth. Well, according to many, this may be the case. In the 60s, there was a strange string of sightings of something that is unnatural at best and downright terrifying at worst. One such sighting is that of Robert Cockrell. And he's the most popular account of this monster, but it's really controversial. Uh-oh. See, Robert was a reporter for the Grafton Sent- Sentinel newspaper publisher's account in that paper so many say that this was just his attempt to get his 15 minutes of fame and you know uh, do something good for the paper but today we'll be the judge of that so here's his account according to cockrell he was driving along the tiger river on june 16th 1964 on the side of the road he saw something a little bit more than strange he saw what looked like a vaguely human shape that was bipedal and it didn't have a head Perhaps it did have a head, but it was just located so close to its chest that it was indistinguishable from the rest of its body. It had a grayish silver skin that looked like a seal. He slowed down and he noticed more features. It was insanely muscular. Its huge shoulders hunched up above its body. There was a strange whistling coming from the river, and as soon as the creature noticed him, it disappeared into the woods. Matt sped home and told his friends, who went back to the location, and they found some trampled grass, but nothing else. The whistling was gone as well. The next day, he tried to tell the story to his boss at the paper, but his boss had no part of it. His friends, though, were fully invested. They created their own hunting parties to try and find the creature. Eventually, sightings came pouring in, and Robert went to interview these individuals and got some of their accounts in the papers. Some, uh, here are a couple of the accounts. There's one. And these were published in the paper? Mm-hmm. I've seen the creature they called the Grafton Monster several times when I was a young man, and it is very real. 
My first encounter, I was with my father cutting wood. We had finished and were loading the truck when our two dogs started barking. We stood there and listened. Something was walking, getting closer. My dad told me to get the gun from the cab. He carried a double-barrel 10-gauge with double-op buckshot. Whatever it was had picked up its pace and continued towards us. All we knew was for sure it was big and it wasn't scared of us. The dogs or the chainsaws. It stopped about 50 to 55 yards from us in the trees and it went quiet. My dad pulled both hammers back and stood in front of me, told me to be ready. Next thing that happened, I'll never forget. It stepped out, looked at us, took three strides in our direction, turned and walked back into the tree line. That was my first sighting of the beast and I'll never forget it. My second encounter was about two months later at night, fishing alone. I spotted him on the opposite bank, and I got the hell out of that area. Then the second encounter. Well, I saw the monster near the river early this morning. It saw me and instantly froze. It did not move. I was fishing at the time and left all my gear there and started to run away. As I ran and turned, I saw that it, too, turned away and ran. As I got near my truck and began opening the door, I heard a whooshing sound and a bright light appear above the tree line. I drove off and got my gear a couple days later. All these stories got published and quickly became a hot topic for the town. The paper quickly printed a retraction, stating that these sightings were nothing more than a spring fever from the locals who were excited to get out for the summer. Why even print the stories in the first place, though? Were they visited by some government entity trying to keep all this story under wraps? That's something to think about. There's yet to be a definitive answer, and sightings have ceased. Men in black show up and yeah. say, uh, mm, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you why. <laughs> yeah. First of all, these people in West Virginia who I'm sure are not outside any during the winter or fall, you know. Yeah. These mountain people, they they like to stay inside. Yeah, I, I'm sure that uh, in a time with uh, no air conditioning. Yeah, and also nothing else to do. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're either fighting in the war or you're playing out to the radio, <laughs> listening to the radio about the war. I, I mean, yeah, that 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 seems a bit fishy. It's a bit fishy. I don't know how. It's, I, I like this. I, has there been any sort of like uh, like renderings of what this thing's supposed to look like? or So it, it appeared in one TV show. Uh, I'm sure you've heard of it. I think we've talked about it before. Mountain Monsters. Of course. They went yeah. and searched for the Grafton monster. Yeah. Did they find him? <laughs> I don't think so. I do, I do think they made an artistic rendering of him, though. And then... I think, yeah, what you're looking at yeah, is that's Fallout 76, I think. Not entirely what I was picturing, but that thing looks scary. Reminds me of a, a tank from Left 4 Dead. That's what I was trying to think of. I knew it reminded me of something, but I, I couldn't uh, put the words well, yeah, together. Yeah, with like the big arms and everything. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks like a... Uh, uh, a giant whitish gray beast with yeah with no no head like no real no facial features in the slightest but it's got like big beefy arms the thing's muscular yeah it almost looks like uh like a rock monster or something yeah that's what i first thought whenever i saw it and i was like is it made of rocks but apparently it's got like smooth skin yeah yeah like a seal yeah I mean, that's just all these photos are terrifying. Just just because it's like it's a it's it's a huge beast. Yeah, and um, much like uh, Point Pleasant, it's become kind of like a tourism kind of thing for the town. There's now a June sixteenth is is the Grafton Monster Day. <laughs> so the Grafton Monster Day. I'm not sure if they like have festivals like uh, <laughs> like Point Pleasant does, but I would not put it past them. Yeah, so, something to make a little extra cash during, yeah. during the summer months. No, that's um that's very strange indeed. I, I didn't expect it to to look like that, but as was as was as it was with the Mothman, 
it's it's kind of creepy to know that there's a lot of like government like either either munitions building in point pleasant and then you know other government uh goings on here in grafton yeah it's it's one of the unfortunate things about the appalachian mountains we have plenty of coal and during the time you know it was a little bit never run out yeah and it was a little bit easier to start building, especially since the war started to drag on, to like yeah. start building, just build the factory right here. And I'm, I'm, and yeah, I'm sure that they didn't have to spend hardly much of anything to get the the space to build all that stuff because yeah, turn around and yeah, yeah, there's nothing there, just mountains, which would be the prime place I think to conduct some strange experiments. experiments. Yeah. Because it's, it's weird to, which I mean, I guess if you look at like oral tradition and stuff like that, uh, it w- it's probably a lot scarier for people to think that they see something humanoid. Yeah. But uh, if if, it, if you don't look at it like coincidentally, it, it's very strange that the Mothman, which is a humanoid creature, uh, I, I'm pre- I think I theorized, my theory for the Mothman episode was that I, I thought it was probably some sort of government uh experiment gone wrong or something like up yeah. in the bun- bunkers or something or may- maybe that's what i wanted to believe but yeah, like we, that, we that's came, just the cooler we came to the conclusion that it was an omen, an omen yeah. yeah uh i yeah i wanted to think that the mothman was some sort of government experimentation but like i think of the mothman i'm like okay he's kind of stealthy I, I could see them working on like ways to you know make a human more stealthy and then the grafted monster is just a big beefy like big it's a it. tank yeah so i could definitely see them but how can we make our guys stronger or yeah. uh you know just you know build them up somehow like steroids on steroids yeah i think because it's also interesting to think that like this one is less known but it happened before the mothman sightings i'm pretty sure i mean yeah you because you said what f- in the in six. 64, I think. Hold on, sorry. 64. For whatever reason, I, I yeah, thought... Yeah, Mothman happened in 66. Yeah. So, a full two years before Mothman was even really super popular, this happened. So, I, I think it's safe to say that it's not like, you know... And it could even be one of those things, too, where maybe the, the Grafton monster is like the actual real deal and uh to capitalize on like the oh it's just a you know a tourist yeah. kind of trap or you know spring fever or whatever like maybe the the mothman was completely made up to be like a see this yeah. happens all the time you know yeah. like we, we'll make a festival out of it yeah and, and we we won't look at we won't talk about the grafton monster much anymore well i don't know because it's not i don't think the the grafton monster monster ever really gained that much traction outside of the little, little town that is yeah. in yeah well yeah that that makes sense but but whereas the mothman gained like national that that's also very true that was a that was a big uh nationwide like scare yeah 1964 sorry i was just seeing if um I want to, uh, according to Fallout, the <laughs> um, here, here are the body parts. It has um, blowholes, torso, left arm, right arm, left leg, right leg. <laughs> blowholes? Blowholes. Oh, I didn't realize that Fallout 76 was just set in West Virginia. Yeah. I thought, I knew it was in like the Appalachian Mountains. I didn't know it was like... Yeah, yeah, it's in West Virginia. It's unfortunately pretty bad from what I've heard, though. Yeah, I've also heard that. So Grafton is less than three hours uh, away from Point Pleasant. Okay. So it makes you oh my think... my God, Grafton, West Virginia is famous for the invention of Mother's Day on May 12th, 1907? That's pretty cool. What the heck? I didn't know you... I didn't know you could just invent a day... <laughs> They love moms up there. 
Moms and Monsters. <laughs> Grafton Monster. And it's it's interesting to hear that, that first testimonial um, that Cockrell interviewed seemed pretty natural, you know, like it, yeah. it, it came at them, blah, blah, blah. The second one piqued my interest because in that that person's account, the Grafton Beast seems equally as scared of them as they are of it. Mm-hmm. But it was pretty it was pretty gung-ho in those other ones. Yeah. And that third one was the only one to mention something about I, I think I could have just uh, misheard or not be remembering it right, but was did any of the other ones mention something about the, the bright light? None like of them the mentioned the bright light, but the the but Robert's account did mention that whistling. The, the whistling, yeah. Which um and another reason that this story gained popularity was because of Gray Barker. So Gray Barker. Uh, uh, uh vegetable man. The vegetable man guy, yeah. yeah. Um the guy who popularized that story. I was like, I know I've heard that name somewhere um, on this show. So he theorized that the whistling sound that um Robert heard was the 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 being's craft somewhere the craft. near the river. I don't know if I believe that one. Well well that's that's a whole other can of worms because that's the that's the yeah. first account of an alien species not forming to like the, the traditional view of like an alien yeah. species. Always like super like slender and maybe you know, yeah. brainy, big heads, but this one has none. No, no head, head, all muscle. Yeah. <laughs> it just beats the rocks together until he um, it's, travels it's, at light speed. It's like a literal, like, depiction of um, some, like, goofy old, like, sci-fi show or something where, like, yeah. on this planet, we, we are in war with the Grafton monsters because, <laughs> you know, and all that race is just super yeah. skinny and, like, brainiacs, and then you yeah. go over and talk to the Grafton monsters, like, those guys are always mean to us. We hate them. And by the end of the, you know, they said, let them help you and they yeah. will help you as well. Help each other out. And then we all got along. Yeah. It's crazy that the aliens can do it, but we can't. Humans can't. Dang. Maybe we're the aliens. <laughs> yeah. Have you, have you, have you heard that one? Like mm-hmm. the, what if, what if we are the alien species and long ago, we came to this planet and inhabited it, and we just, you know, of course, we don't know that because yeah. it's been years and years and years, you know, millions of years. We lost the knowledge. Yeah. Oh God. Or, or we. Yeah that 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 theory is so stupid to me because if if we were that if we were that alien race, why would we want to erase? Yeah, why would the memory of that? Like if we, yeah, if if we're just that much smarter than everyone. Why would you want to let the the future of your race just be as dumb as we are now? <laughs> it's similar to the one where I'm like, man, what if the air that we breathe is really chemicals that make us see things, but we're not really seeing anything, man? Yeah, dude. You never know. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I've heard this one that's like, hey, man. What if oxygen is just really poisonous, but it takes on average like 70 to 80 years to kill you <laughs> i'm like okay that's big if true yeah that's that's big if true <laughs> but secondly uh try try something else yeah because <laughs> what about what about uh what about the people that only live to be like two yeah <laughs> this is more poisonous to them i don't know but that, that one always cracked me up. Yeah. It, it takes on average like 70 to 80 years to kill you. I'm like, that's... And the government <laughs> knows about it, man. They're breathing the same... That's why, man, they go to these uh, they go to these bunkers, man, and they breathe not pure natural oxygen that's not poisonous. And they, that's why, man. That's why. That's why all these old uh, presidents are like in there. They're pushing their, you know, late 90s, man. I don't know. Is there any form of like former president's alive now that's like pushing 90 something uh, jimmy carter is 99 jimmy carter is still alive i think so i know uh did we lose the first w bush george hw yes honestly i completely forgot about jimmy carter that dude is still alive. Holy crap. Told you. 
old is he? 97, 97. according to uh, oh, to Google here. Oh my God, he was born in 1924. He, he could have seen the Grafton Monster. For all we know, Jimmy Carter invented the Grafton Monster. <laughs> For all we know, I've never seen Jimmy Carter and the Grafton Monster in the same room. This, same I mean, that, that guy looks like he knows something we don't. <laughs> yeah. What are, you, what are you hiding from us, Jimmy Carter? Tell us about the cryptids. <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. But no, that's that. That's weird to get three. Let's see. There's Cockrell's account, and then yeah, three three accounts uh, where they're all three. Yeah, kind of different. I mean, they they're they're all different situations. Yeah, different situations. This part, uh, and then that's usually you usually don't get that. It's usually all like roughly the same sort of situation. But it's never a cryptid story in um, West Virginia or Kentucky unless someone pulls a gun out, though. I love that in, during that interview in the first one, he had to say what gun it was, what kind of ammo he carried with him, and it like my dad always carries around, you know. He carries his, you know, he carries. He always carries a forty-five because he he don't want nothing to mess with him because you know, and he's got to. It's just what he carries, man. He swears by it. Yeah, when, uh, when you out there cutting wood, he got that thing down at the pawn shop. And you'll never guess the price they gave. He gave, he got that for forty dollars, man. I'm telling you. I'm steal. telling you, still he he robbed them blind. I'm telling you what, and he goes in there and yeah, I mean you know, yeah when he takes it out there when you gotta go cut some wood, you never really know what's going to jump up out on you. Could be the grass man, could be the moth man, could be the grafting monster. <laughs> goes through big bobcat, yeah, big bobcat, <laughs> panther. Damn Panther, man! He jumped out there. And my daddy shot at him, and he hit him, but he ran away. I, you know, I wanted that Panther too. Yeah, I wanted. We wanted to, you know, make a rug or something. Yeah, put its pelt up on the wall. Yeah, saw a black bear. You know, I mean, I guess I understand. Uh, li- living as close as we have to the woods, I, I, I understand. Like at least having some sort of firearm in your vehicle yeah. or something. But I don't know what I would do if I. Especially if I was like with my son yeah. and had to like, and there was a, and there was a, so yeah, some unknown something was coming at me at, yeah. that that sounded like it literally shook the earth as it walked. Yeah, my gun will stop this for sure. Because at first I'm like, well, this is alright. Because if their dogs are going crazy and barking, how are they going to hear this thing walking? But like, if yeah. it's if it's as big and as crazy as what it looks like, yeah, I don't know if a gun would have helped them. Yeah. <laughs> so muscular it as soon as a bullet hits it it explodes i don't know yeah i don't know and it makes me wonder uh any story like this where there is the possibility of the creature having some sort of like craft or ship or something like how does he fit yeah one how does he fit and then two where does he go after that dude i'm just like they 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 can't they can't be like chilling in like the upper atmosphere just like right outside of earth because i feel like at any given point i wonder what the uh, the statistics uh, the statistics are on this at any given point in the world how many people are looking up through telescopes and not not even like you know scientists or like government yeah sanctioned things but like i had a telescope when i was little i i remember looking at the moon yeah i wonder like what percentage of the sky like 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 what percentage of the sky is being watched? It's being any, seen, yeah, at any given, at any given point. That's cool. Because <laughs> I, I would have to think that if if these aliens are just you know taking a pit, they're parking up here, <laughs> yeah, and then you know coming down to do their little runs, someone somewhere is going to see it somebody unless they're cloaked. Like, oh, maybe somebody sees it like uh, Drake and Josh style. Yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly. You never know. Aliens, they're attacking. It's it's one of those things that I'm just like we got to see nope. Yeah. Because that I feel like that for whatever reason oh, yeah, that's yeah. going to um sequester any questions I have about how aliens interact with uh sorry. You you know the episode of Drake and Josh that I'm talking about, right? The one where Megan Yeah. Yeah. That was an actual alien, right? 
Like at the end? I, I think like, that's I the think, joke, right? <laughs> I think the way they play off the joke is Megan th- uh, convinces Drake and Joss they found evidence of an alien. She hires someone to come act as the alien, but at the end, I think the the real aliens make an appearance, right? And they're like, because Drake and Josh go, we're gonna met, we're gonna get Megan this yeah. time, and oh, they like put the alien stuff, that. yes, and yes, they yes. pretend to be an alien. Because I, I remember that's what up, like that woman through the, the like the makeup artist through the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's where I was getting. But then stuff. like the real alien shows up, and they're all freaked out. Yeah, and then like you think that. Megan has done it. Yeah. And then it like it's like a real alien. <laughs> yeah. It, maybe that was Nickelodeon's like they knew. Ha 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 way of just telling us like we, we, we know. We, yeah, we've uh, we've talked to the government. <laughs> they said. Yeah, in the credits it's like Zlyborg as himself. <laughs> Zlyborg from the planet Zertron. Yeah. And I wonder if, if aliens are real, I wonder if they are like that if they're like i am blaymore from tarkon 6 or if they're just like yeah. yeah what's up bro we yeah we we have no use for names we 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 name nothing we're just so far advanced that we have no no need for trivial things such as labels and names and to be honest we have no need for your trivial planet so uh <laughs> say goodbye <laughs> They're like, have you seen A New Hope? And we're like, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Dang. The last thing we all know before we die is that these aliens have watched A New Hope. They're like, did you think a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away was just was just there to be there? Did you think George Lucas is the way he is because that's the way he is? (laughs) We were there, man. (laughs) Yeah, George Lucas is like, he's been the He's been the one on Earth. He's yeah, been the one on the ground the all this time. Man. Yeah, they're like, man, I, we just don't know how George Lucas can think of all these crazy things. He's an insane world builder, and <laughs> at home and night, he's just like, so yeah, I, I based the Death Star off of uh, where I grew up. <laughs> what? I need to call and make sure that um, I don't give too much away. I gotta make sure. Is it okay if I blow up this planet? Is that gonna ruin our plans for this planet? Okay, cool. cool yeah, cool. like they'll think it's fake, right? Uh, Greedo was based off of my best friend in high school. <laughs> I, I could see that. I, I feel like if they announced that tomorrow, we would all just be like, "Yeah, that makes sense." Yeah, it wouldn't even be like top of the top of the news. Palpatine was my principal. <laughs> yeah, Principal Palpatine. I hated him. That's why I made him hateable in this franchise they, yeah and, and that's like, why it's so bad whenever <laughs> yeah yeah because george lucas had no i don't yeah. think he, he had like he was there to like make sure they didn't like yeah. get some lore wrong but i don't know how how much of a creative yeah uh you know development he had in those those new movies but i can see there being none yeah walks in and is like this is nothing like where i grew up this isn't like my home t- this isn't like how I wrote it back in the seventies. <laughs> George, are you okay? You're getting old. he's getting old. He's getting a little senile. He's trying yeah. to tell us that this is all real. <laughs> but I, I don't know. What do you mean, Palpatine returns? <laughs> Somehow Palpatine's back. Instant PTSD to his <laughs> to his principal. What? 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 <laughs> George, calm down. If it's that bad, we'll change it. And he's no, no, it's fine. Yeah, no, 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 it's 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 fine. Somebody tell Palpatine. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Eventually, we're gonna have to talk about those on on our other show. But I, I'm I'm gonna have to prepare myself for those. Yeah, we got too big because there's there's not much time left in the year, honestly. And I got you got the two big series to watch. You got the three big series to watch, really, for all nerds. Star Wars. Yep. Lord of the Rings. Yep. Third one's not as big, not as important to me, but important to a lot of people. Star Trek? No. Hold on. I've, I've got a... I feel like... The big... It's either Star Wars or Star Trek on one finger, because like, I feel like people are either or with that. Most people are. We all know the real answer. Yeah. But... um. I like Star Trek. I'm just like not... It's too, Star Trek is too, like, uh, it's too clean for me. 
Yeah. yeah, everything's too sleek. Yeah, I like how things look in the Star Wars universe because it looks like uh, yeah, a real place. <laughs> yeah, a real place, and it looks like um, I don't know. Everything. I feel like things just have a little more like better attention to detail. The messier something looks on screen to me, I'm like, oh, that looks real. Yeah, I don't. I don't like to see the the, the polished floors of the Star Trek or the Starship Enterprise. We've been in Appalachia too long. If if something's too clean, we get suspicious. Yeah, I mean, honestly though. I'm drawing a blank on this third one. It, is it is it like fantasy or science fiction? Fantasy. Yeah. Harry Potter. Yeah. I figured those are the big three. Yeah, I right? think so. Those are like franchise wise. Uh, like, anytime you're with your friends and you're like, oh, okay, so so who am I in the Star Wars universe? <laughs> yeah. It's either Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, or like, like Harry the, Potter. The three nerd gatekeeper kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, you're not allowed to become a new fan of either one of those three. FYI. Yeah. Um, uh, don't don't try, or else the not, fandom will just. You wouldn't understand it. Uh, you're just at an age that you just couldn't understand something. Like you that. weren't even there when it freaking. A, I was. I was. I was. I went to the the midnight releases of the books, man. You you weren't even there. You don't even know. I was in the trenches. Okay. Yeah. What what? I, uh, how can any? How can you or I either? Uh, how can we be a Star Wars fan? Yeah. When those movies came out 30 years before we, you know, like... Fake fans, honestly. I, I didn't realize until now how fake of a Star Wars fan I was, but, I know, you know, right? I wasn't even born when they came out, so yeah. there's no way. You know, I I didn't even see The Lord of the Rings in theaters. I mean, like... I didn't either. I wasn't I allowed. You know, I should have been, you know, in there at three months old. You know, I should have been in there learning, learning about... I, I could have only caught The Return of the King, but, man... If I wanted to be a real fan, I would have been there. Hey, yeah. At three months old, you'd have watched that and been like, wow, this, this is pretty good. Wow. What were those other two like? Yeah. And I would have been like, I would have had an intrinsic understanding of how the books were an allegory to World War One, and how The Hobbit was a different time period. And, you know, I really would have understood all that stuff. But no. And then, I mean, I'm not even going to get started on Harry Potter. I mean, I had every chance to read them. I mean, I saw, you know, Deathly Hallows 1 and 2 in theaters, but... What about the others, man? I mean, I was I was four and five. You know, I could have went. Listen, uh, we, we were we were part of that family that, uh, and I. It's not my parents' fault by any means. It was just a different time back then. But yeah. like, Harry Potter was witchcraft. Yeah. So like, I, I didn't really watch a lot growing up, but I, I can I can distinctly remember. My mother, father, myself, and my brother sitting at Burger King after having just watched Deathly Hallows as a family. As a family. A family outing. A, a family of imposters. Really? Because, uh, I mean, we hadn't been watching them. We hadn't been reading them. Yeah, you could have read them. They, they you know. And, and, that, and now, now all I know is that the movies are really good. I don't. I, I've read the books now. I'd like to reread them, but Why, what's the point? What's the point? Fan? What's the freaking point? You'll never really, you'll never really understand it like a true fan. I know, I know, and that sucks. But I mean, that's just the the, the hand I've been dealt. So yeah, just like we'll never truly understand what happens in West Virginia. I mean, we've never been. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think I've ever been to West Virginia. Actually, <laughs> have I been? I, I've never stepped foot on the on the. The sacred ground. The sacred ground of West Virginia. Maybe I've driven through West Virginia, which is crazy because we do live awfully close to like the southern part of West Virginia. I'm trying to think. I don't I don't think I've ever even driven through it because the only place that's like north that I've been is Cincinnati. That's the furthest north that I've ever been. And you go through Kentucky to go there, I think. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, you go through Kentucky. Do you think you have to go through West Virginia any to get to Lexington, Kentucky? Or do you think that's just mm -mm, a straight it's shot? It's a straight shot. You go straight through Kentucky. Well, you, you know? know what? I don't know if I've ever been to West Virginia either. Neither have I. I've been, I've been to every other state around us. I've been to North Carolina, Tennessee, I, Kentucky. Uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a very well-traveled man. Me either. I, uh, I've been to North Carolina. I've not visited its southern partner, mm. which is crazy because I've never been to Myrtle Beach. You, you've been through South I've, Carolina. I've been through South Carolina. I take that back. I've been through South Carolina, uh, but I've never like 
I, I tell people I've never been to Myrtle Beach, and I they bought, look at me like I've shot their dog. That's they're 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 just they're so happy for you that you it might be it because like that. like we uh we 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 would go on vacations growing up and stuff, but like we we when we went to the beach, we went to like Virginia Beach. Is it is it nice out there? Uh, it's wait I I've been to Norfolk. I don't know. It's it's, like. it's the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 darker Atlantic Ocean, colder water, but uh, good restaurants. Uh, yeah. There's a restaurant I, out there called Mahi Mahi. Sounds. And uh, I was looking for a place because I love seafood, especially at the beach. Yeah. But when I go to the beach, I'm in you know like above the knee shorts. I've got maybe some like Birkenstock knockoffs on, and usually yeah. like some sort of flamboyant button up shirt a floppy hat and some shades or something i'm looking for a restaurant i'm like i just i gotta have me some good seafood i'm only at the beach for maybe one more night i, yeah. I gotta you gotta give me something i find mahi mahi and i'm like that that sounds good and it's is the only one that was open Uh-oh. so i walk in and immediately i'm like i do not belong here all the waiters and waitresses uh is 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 there just like a unified name for that now a server Server, I guess. All, all this, all all of the servers were wearing black and white, like suits, like something you'd see at like Olive Garden, but just yeah. ten times fancier. Yeah, you could barely I, see in there. I'm sure you could barely. And it was it was stark daytime out. You know, the sun was high in the sky. You could barely see in there. I was the only patron, and I, I walked up to the to the host, and she she's looking at me the whole time, like, really. Yeah. I was like, can I have a table? She's like, yeah, sure. She takes me over to the table and I'm like, this this, this is a fancy place. Yeah. Like, this is a fancy seafood place. And I just walked in from the beach, kind of sandy. I look like a tourist. Yeah. I don't belong here. And they handed you the menu. and They handed me the menu. Oh, they have hush puppies as an appetizer. <laughs> 15 bucks, right? Was there a dollar sign or a decimal? Yeah, that's how you know you're in. You're about to pay some money for food. <laughs> Fifteen bucks for hush puppies, right? I I was on vacation. Had a little extra money with me. I I felt too embarrassed to <laughs> to look at the menu and then be like, on second thought, I saw a nice McDonald's down the street. <laughs> so I, I, nice I, I ordered. I was like, I'll order an appetizer and I'll get me a meal and like. It'll be like I'm paying for two people. You know, like I've, I've paid for yeah. two, you know, whatever. <laughs> I order my hush puppies and I got like some sort of like lobster mac and cheese and they bring my hush puppies out and I'm thinking, for, well, for 15 bucks, at least 10 hush 10 puppies. puppies yeah. Not in, you're not even banking on less than a dollar per hush? No, no. They bring out four, five, oh. <laughs> five hush puppies. Five gourmet hush puppies. Okay. They were, I mean, they were good. I can't complain that they were bad. I wish I could because I just, can you believe it? But like 15 bucks for five hush puppies. I don't care if they're gourmet or not. That's, it's bread. Yeah. What the heck? I've got two stories. Three stories, actually. So I better shoot them off rapid fire. Yeah. yeah. One, uh, the only time that I've ever been to Norfolk was on ROTC trip because I was that kid. Um, thank you for your service um, it was actually it was a really cool trip because we went to uh the naval base in norfolk did you get to go like all the ships and stuff we got to go we didn't get to go on any like just any uh, like active yeah, ships yeah but we went there there's a museum there that's a uh, world war ii i can't remember i think it's the uss wisconsin i'm not sure it's a, it's a battleship so like the best of the best in world war ii and they it's the entire ship you can just walk through and the ship like, is the museum yeah and you can just there's there's a big museum but then the ship is docked there and you can just oh, go okay, and walk okay, cool. on the deck go inside the ship and it's i mean it's huge inside but it's also tiny like there's yeah, yeah, like yeah. Um, it's a maze um so that was really cool but the water was so cold we only spent like one like 30 minute section at the beach and I, I like touched the water and i was like this is amazing yeah the 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 water i mean is usually pretty cold I, i've not been to many beaches but like the beaches I have been to, anything on on the East Coast, especially like Virginia Beach is like not far, far north, but yeah. it's seven, eight hours north from us. So yeah. like, yeah, the water's just always so frigid. 
And I mean, I, I like cold water. I get used to it kind of quick, yeah. but like I, if you go to the Gulf and I'm, I'm sure you like the beaches in Alabama and stuff like that. If never you ever, been to a beach in never, Alabama. Never been to one. Have you been to like a Florida beach or anything? Nope. nope. I've been to, been to Hilton Head. Which was the next story. Well, yeah. Well, t- tell the Hilton Head story. So Hilton Head, I was just going to say, where you ate at the, the Salty Dog Cafe. I've never had the Salty Dog. I see the shirts everywhere. I mean, like... Hmm. I feel like people only eat there I, for I saw the, the, the prices and ordered gumbo because it was the cheapest thing on the menu. <laughs> Listen, I, I hate to sound like a tightwad, but like... Oh, I was... I didn't have any money. I was on that trip because somebody, like... And I'm sure was, you, I'm sure you didn't pick the restaurant too. Yeah. Like, oh, let's go to Salty Dog. And you're, you can't. We like, waited for an hour and a half. And was, like, was the gumbo good? Yeah, the best. One of the best things I've ever had. It was really good. I don't know if I've ever had gumbo. I need to try me some shrimp, and I think it was just like shrimp and sausage gumbo. And it's like it's like a tomato based kind of sauce, or not sauce, but like soup. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. Sounds good. And Hil- Hilton Head's in North Carolina, right? Yeah, it's like the upscale. I've been Myrtle to beach. Emerald Isle, North Carolina, mm-hmm. which it was honestly a very, very pretty beach. And it's yeah. like, it's still a little cold. Did you get in the water a lot? In, uh, um, we did, but every single day we were there, it was over 100 degrees. Jeez. Okay. So I'm sure it felt great. <laughs> it felt, eh. yeah. It, it was not, it was like oppressive to be outside, yeah, honestly. Yeah. I mean, even in the water, we're, just like, we're used to southern heat, but it was like especially bad yeah, yeah, yeah. just for whatever reason. But like the, the the beaches in North Carolina, when you get into like the little, the whatever they call it, the little islandy stuff or whatever, yeah. like those feel like completely different beaches than Virginia <laughs> yeah. Beach to me. And what, what what's your third one? The third one was um, a couple of weeks ago, whenever we went to Cincinnati to buy Kenley's car. Yeah. We, um, the, the, the plan was to just go up there, buy the car and then drive home. Like it was like going to be like an eight hour round trip. But, yeah. I mean, for the car, we were like, it's worth it. Well, uh, long story short, we ended up having to stay a night. So we were like, okay, well, I guess we got to find somewhere to eat. And either everywhere that we wanted to go was closed or um, was like, we wanted to just like sit down somewhere. Yeah. Or it was like a fast food kind of like, yeah. we wanted to be served. So then I was like, well, I guess we can just get like Italian. And there was this place, I think it was called like, it was just something bistro. And I was like, yeah, we'll just go there. It's a bistro. How bad could it be? And I was dressed like fine. I just had like khakis and like a button up, but it wasn't like a anything fancy as yeah, far yeah. as that goes. Kinley was wearing like shorts and like a hat and she looked like a tourist, but like, yeah. So we walk in and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you walk in and you're like having to pull your flashlight out. Yeah. And, like, and the, the, the servers are all like dressed up. And then they take us to our table, and I'm like, oh, you know, I, I don't really care about stuff like that. Kinley was like, uh, I feel very underdressed. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't look into that, yeah. but I, I'm sure it's different for a girl. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, whatever. They'll, they'll still give us food. I don't, I don't yeah, care. Yeah. As long as they give us food, I, I care. Me less. hungry. Yeah. <laughs> but um, then I looked at the menu, and I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> Me less hungry. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not seeing any, any dollar signs <laughs> or decimals that usually that makes me nervous. And then we got our food very quickly, and I tasted it and went, oh, they put this in the microwave. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I remember you telling them, yeah. Yeah. It, that's, that's horrible. Yeah, because I got, I got chicken alfredo just because that's one of my favorite things. And I was like, man, it's, it's probably going to be really good because I could see like the, the kitchen. Best alfredo and, like, I've ever had. It looked like people were like doing stuff, but then like I tasted it. I was like, this tastes like something. Stovers. Like, yeah, it literally did. Like I was Jeez. like, it's grainy, and the chicken tastes like it was frozen, like the maybe the, the Tyson strips yeah. that you can get. And I was like, oh, that's unfortunate. We just paid fifty dollars to eat microwaved food. Yeah, to, yeah. Jeez, that's so aggravating. Yeah, I've I've had that happen to me. It it never felt like it, I don't think I've gone to like that fancy of an establishment yeah. and felt, but I've gone to like. If that's like S tier, I've gone to maybe like a, a B tier restaurant where yeah. I, I knew it would be a little more on the expensive side. Yeah. But when I got my food, I was like, oh, th- this is, what, what are the ovens and fryers back there for a show? Because yeah. like you just put this in the microwave. Yeah. 
had it under like a, a heat lamp for yeah. five hours or something i don't know the only restaurant that i've been that i will ever go to or well that i like know like when i go to it i'm like this place is like it's not like a formal kind of establishment but i'm like i know the food is going to be expensive but i know it's going to be it. worth it is um smoky bones in johnson city never been very good jordan has told me that it's good very good it's pricey very good i um trying to think I, I was the kid that thought Olive Garden was a fancy restaurant growing up. Like, yeah, same. And I, as I've gotten older, I'm like, yeah, to someone that eats at like five star restaurants all the time, it's probably not a fancy restaurant. But like, it was for us. It was yeah. for us. Like, I never once went somewhere where they like brought out your food and were like, "Would you like cheese, sir?" And then like <laughs> yeah. grated up a whole tell block me, of cheese. Yeah, tell me when, sir. <laughs> Let the restaurant get about waist deep of cheese and then that will be fine, please. But no, yeah, like as a kid, I was like, dang. First of all, screw you if you if you talk trash about Olive Garden. Olive Garden's great. I love the lasagna fritta. And then secondly, I'll go to my grave saying that it's, I like Olive Garden fancy is like a term I try to use because I'm like, it's yeah. it's like not, it's not upscale, but it's not McDonald's. Red Lobster is bad though. You don't like Red Lobster? once didn't like it wasn't good i, I love red lobster that's okay. that's that's normally where i want to go on my birthday <laughs> but, well i guess we'll, we'll be going to red lobster I, but see i as i'm starting to inch closer and closer to 30 i, I feel like i need to start making my <laughs> restaurant choices like like lo, like something like smoky bones or like local mid-scale to upscale restaurants yeah. not like because I, I love when red lobster does their lobster fest and you can get some like really good lobster uh alfredo or like lobster pasta and your cheddar baked biscuits to to end before we end the longest tangent ever yeah i i need to say at least one last one uh whenever you said like it was too late to like walk out and go to like mcdonald's we felt that so bad we went to the chop house i was unaware of what the chop house was I've been to the chop house once the pictures and like everything, I was like, oh, it's just a, you know, it's like a steakhouse. It's like, you know, Texas Roadhouse. Yeah, and, yeah. and the name, I was like, yeah. The Chop House. You know? Yeah. And we went there and we were we were debating while we were going there. And we didn't know that Johnny Brusco's was right next to it. Yeah. We love Johnny Brusco's. Johnny Brusco's makes some good pizza pies. Yeah. And we were like, man, I, I kind of want Johnny Brusco's. And we were like, but we had pizza like the, literally the last two days. Fair. And we were like. Oh, well, let's just go to the chop house. I mean, it's just a steakhouse, you know. Walk in and I see everything. I'm like, hmm. And then Johnny Bruce goes, is literally what, like, you, they share a parking yeah, lot. Yeah. And I was like, and I saw the menu and I saw the prices and I was like, is it too late to get up and walk out? Like, I looked over and I was like, please, can we, if, if you'll do it, I'll do it. We'll just get up and leave and, and walk walk across the street. That shouldn't be embarrassing, but it is, isn't it? It's, yeah. I don't know, it shouldn't and, be. Uh, we ended up, you know, staying there because we're toughing it out. <laughs> yeah, I've been to the chop house once and uh I did not pay for the bill, but some very very kind soul that I was with that day ended up picking up everybody's bill. <laughs> and um there's a girl I was with at the time, it was, it was her mom, but like that they were they were pretty wealthy. Yeah. And I, I just remember being like, Jeez. Yeah. That would have interrupted. <laughs> yeah, like I don't even know if I've got that in my bank account. <laughs> yeah. But no, man. It was good, good food. It was decent food from yeah, what I remember. Yeah. I had um, the chicken parm. It was great. One of the best I've ever had, but um, not for $18. Yeah, <laughs> chicken parm for nearly 20 bucks. That's crazy. I'd love to see like a five-star, like a Michelin-star restaurant in like France or something, though. I'd love to see their prices. You pay like four hundred dollars. Yeah, like literally. It's, but don't. apparently, it's great because you you're you're there for like three or four hours. Yeah, it's like it's, a whole it's, event. it's a whole experience, I guess. One of these days, I might like to try something like that. But until the meantime, I'm gonna go to Grafton, West Virginia, and yeah, Grafton monsters. I uh, in, in your research and your findings, uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and ask you first. What what, what is your theory? I don't know. I went back and forth on this one a lot because I really, really, it's one of the first ones that I, like, at first I really didn't believe. Like, I was like, I just don't, I don't see it. I, I think that 
um, Robert is trying to do like just get like the paper going or whatever. The town's dwindling. The paper is probably not doing as well. He's probably trying to do something to to get the paper up. But I started thinking about it a bit more and just the the, the series of events and the way things happened, um, especially with the paper printing the retraction. Like the day after they printed the story, I'm like, that seems weird. I don't, I don't see why a paper would do that unless they were like somebody told them, "Hey, knock it off." Um, do, you, do you think it caused any sort of panic throughout the town? The only panic, like I think, it caused people to like, in true Appalachian style, like go out hunting for the thing. But I mean, I don't. While I see that would, you know, put people in danger because. You know, people are crazy, but like, very odd for West Virginia to, to retract it for that, though. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it was weird as it is to say. I, I mean, I think that'd be true. I, I don't know. I, I couldn't see them being like, especially the day. Like, if it were like a week, like people had been like being extraordinarily had time to, like, weird, yeah, ruminate on it, and maybe do a little bit more. But, um, but the day after, I'm like, ah, I feel like somebody quickly was like hey don't stop doing this or there will be consequences yeah kind of situation but mm. i don't know i i i think my theory is that um it, it has something to do with you know the mothman they're so close together uh which pulls my theory from mothman closer to being like a government experiment um just because like they're so close um they happened within like you know a couple of years of each other mm-hmm. um and you know whether or not mothman maybe was inspired by um the grafton monster i don't know but assuming that they're two separate events yeah i think that it's too they're too like close and too similar backstories to be like you know separate causes yeah yeah i um my my theory is pretty similar to yours, I would say. Um, at first, I thought it was just uh, dudes trying to drum up business for the paper, you know, get people, oh, if this is going to be like front page news or whatever, like, we sold however many copies today, like, yeah. you know, let's, keep, let's keep at it. But you bring up a good point because I forgot about the retraction because at first my theory was going to be, I, I, I'm just not... I don't see it. I think this dude was just trying to drum up business for the paper, but forgot about the retraction. And it is odd for me for the retraction to be so close to the original publication. Yeah. That, and it like, if, if, um, if a lot of the talk about the Grafton monster and stuff kind of ceased after that, it got a lot slower. That seems a little off to me. Cause you would think if something like you see how popular the Mothman is, um, it, it's crazy that, uh, they people just wouldn't be talking about in my opinion a lot scarier of a beast a lot more menacing i think uh, yeah. just because like i can see the mothman's eyes you know what i mean and like he's yeah. a little slender and he's got wings or whatever but like this thing i can't tell its emotions i just know that it's it's big huge angry and maybe coming for me yeah so like that there's something i feel like more people would be talking about that but uh yeah at the same time this might be changing up my theory on the Mothman too, because like I said, to me this is a lot scarier of a monster. Mm-hmm. So it would be the option I have in my head is either Point Pleasant, uh, either got upset or or jealous that this other little town was getting a little bit of a notoriety, so they come up with the Mothman thing, or whoever or whatever told them to to redact that and to you know kind of stop talking about it if if that's how it went down could have easily just went a town a few hours over and uh made a big spectacle of a monster you know because like they put up statues they have the the festival and everything so like that might at this point now feel like one of the like the dangling the keys over here so you kind of forget about what's going on over here but um I, i just don't like that as much as the the mothman being an omen (laughs) <laughs> honestly so i don't know if i can really think that i want i want to believe in the grafton monster but going back to it just being um a lot less 
humanoid insofar as it doesn't have a face or anything like that. It's, it seems a lot less plausible to me, but also a lot more scary if it was a government experiment because like, yeah, how do they feed that thing? You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? And if it's an alien, I, I, I don't know if I'm, if I am I down for it being an alien. alien. Yeah. I, I, not, not enough for me to go on, but yeah. Unfortunately, I, unfortunately I'm going to have to say that my theory for the Grafton beast, the Grafton monster is, um, I, I don't know. It's kind of up in the air because I, I was, I was gonna say no. I, I'm not, I'm not for it. But the whole retracting the the article and stuff is weird to me. Well, but to, I, I don't know if it's weird enough for I. I, I, don't, I don't know if I believe to in maybe this thing. feed into the the not believing. His boss was not a like Robert's boss was not a fan of the story to begin with. So Shoot, maybe yeah. he was just like uh, I thought. I said no. You know. Could yeah. Could I, I, I told you not to do that. Yeah, I'm. That that's I, I think I think I still sit where I I originally concluded. But at I, the same time, too, if if this dude is like helping with the paper and everything, like why would he want to sound crazy to everybody? That's true. Unless he's really wanting to get the truth out there, I don't know. Mm. My theory is I don't know. Oh. Have we ever had one of those before? Is that even allowed? I don't, I don't feel like I don't feel like that should be allowed. allowed. My theory is doesn't seem until like until there's more hardcore proof and evidence. I think the Grafton monster is um, the only place you'll find it is in the woods of Fallout seventy six. Okay, that's fair. I think that's the first time that we've. Come to different conclusions. Yeah, I think so. It's it's first time for everything. Yeah. Maybe this will get me to play Fallout 76. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard nothing but bad about that game, but I don't know. I need a, I need a new game to play. Not it. Not it. It's, you know, I mean, it's, it's like the Elder Scrolls Online, but if it were worse. Is Elder Scrolls Online bad? Not really. I was about but to say, I feel like... like I, it's like middle tier. Is it? Yeah. I've been like... Yeah, yeah. Because I, I feel like I keep seeing stuff about it, but I've never played it. Decent. Depends on what you want out of a game. But yeah, fair. Well, let us know what you feel about the Grafton Monster, and uh, also let us know what's the fanciest restaurant you've ever eaten at. Yes, please tell us. Um, and were you prepared for how fancy it was going to be? Yeah, really. Because that's that's also part of the that's part of the experience. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you all for listening to another episode of what's your theory uh thank you for also uh keeping up with us on social medias and stuff like that we've uh hopefully got a few decent projects coming up yeah uh, we're excited we got some spooky stuff lined up that uh hopefully you guys will enjoy a lot um hopefully we're gonna have some guests on this show pretty soon somebody you hear that just too? uh yeah. spun out outside Jeez. um but yeah, we're going to have some guests on this show to hopefully share some stories with us. Hopefully some both real uh, firsthand accounts and just some some cool yeah, stories. Old, yeah, folk tales and like, you know, some cool Appalachian tales and stuff like that. So stay tuned for that. There's no set, you know, date for that, but um, just sometime soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like coming up in like October and stuff like that, we'll be pretty busy with stuff that we're working on here and then stuff that we're working on outside of here and then also the stuff that's kind of hand in hand with with the, yeah. us and then the stuff that you know it's, yeah it's, well, it's, there's no need to keep it a secret it's the forbidden fairgrounds haunted yeah, house sure. um we're working with them to create some content um you'll you'll see that content as it comes out because yeah, we'll yeah, be yeah. pushing it um that said i know that a lot of our listeners are pretty local um as far as like, you know, wise Southwest Virginia yeah. goes, if you're interested in acting, helping out, um, literally running. Yeah. Any, any, any aspect of, uh, running like a haunted house, um, you can, uh, well, I'll, I'll put an email address in the, the description. You can email, uh, Ben Mays. He will get you set up and he will let you do whatever you want. Really. If you want to act, if you just want to yeah, help cool run it, yeah, anything like that. Um, we're just trying to recruit some some individuals. Oops. Oops. 
a, a blooper <laughs> blooper knock down the light behind me if anyone could see that but no ben, ben's a very cool guy and uh i'm pretty sure at this point like any hand will be a helping hand uh no matter what you want to do if you're interested in helping out so yeah i'm looking really forward to that it, it'll be fun i've never i don't think i've ever had a chance to do the forbidden fairgrounds up here but obviously this year uh, I'll, I'll get to so i'm, I'm looking real forward to that yep. it'll be a lot of fun and uh, continue to to like, comment, and share everything on like social media if you see it. You yep. like it, throw a like on there. Throw a like. And then um, we were sitting at sixteen hundred downloads. Thirteen hundred. That's close. Thirteen hundred downloads, uh, which can easily bump up to sixteen hundred. Yeah. If you, if you all keep doing what you're doing, I hope everyone's um still enjoying the content and everything. I've uh couple more like public moments has happened to me about like getting to talk about the podcast and everything uh like especially at work if if oh, i yeah. if i can get the the right vibe off of someone i'll i'll throw it out there and then i'm never like you know yeah. oh yeah you should look but like I'll, I'll mention that me and my buddy we do a podcast and they're they're always oh what and they'll write it down and hopefully yeah hopefully y'all are listening uh, if you ever come up to ollie's and you've heard a guy <laughs> talk about it that's me thanks for listening if, if that's you yeah but yeah thank you for the continued support you know we love it yeah and I guess to conclude um, something that could avoid you being very scared when you're driving just look at the road 